And we are back with another edition of the Brother and Sister Rewatch Podcast. I am Kevin, here alongside my sister, Mayor Bear. How are you doing? Hey, Kev. What's going on? I'm miserable. <laughs> <laughs> but we are here to discuss The Office, Season 6, Episodes 3 and 4 today, The Promotion, and Niagara Part 1. Yes. So we're going to leave this week on a cliffhanger. But before we get into this week's episodes, we want to talk about what we did last week. Absolutely. So last week, guys, as... You may remember we went through our season five wrap up. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, but um, also we started off season six with episode one gossip, where basically Michael felt out of the loop on uh, all the gossip in the office, and he finds out that Stan. Oh yeah, the office had interns. Yeah, interns. That was like a minute of two, the episode. You know, two guys <laughs> and a girl and a pizza place. Yep. And a baby. <laughs> but um, they he finds out that Stanley's cheating on his wife. And he spreads the rumor around the entire office. Then when he tries to backpedal, he spreads rumors about everybody else. He gets caught. To try and muddy the waters. Yeah. To throw this scent off of Stanley's uh, affair. Yeah. So then he tries to backpedal. And Jim and Pam, being the martyrs that they are, <laughs> throw themselves on the office and say, no, Stanley having an affair is not the real rumor. Uh, we are pregnant. And they announce their pregnancy. Yay. Um. <laughs> And then Creed's all about a scuba, man. (laughs) If I can't scuba, what's this all been about? (laughs) Um, Episode two, the meeting. um, So Michael and David Wallace had a meeting, and then David's like, all right, me and Jim are going to go in the conference room. Michael is now officially super paranoid, thinking that Jim is turning on him, trying to go after his job. Doing what Dwight would have done. Oh, thousand percent. And uh, he tries to get in on the meetings, like, several times. Uh, even getting Andy to make a cheese cart. Yeah, he sneaks in. To sneak him (laughs) in. So then he finds out that um, after he totally disses Jim to David Wallace, and he's like, shows him a bad report that Toby wrote, like (laughs) everything. It was horrible. Um, He finds out that Jim was actually asking for Michael to get a promotion, and then Jim to take Michael's place. Scratching two backs. Exactly. But Michael fucked it all up as usual. And so now David Wallace's idea is, which I don't understand why they couldn't just go with the original idea. Yeah, it makes no sense. The new idea is that Michael and Jim are co-managers of the office. And that's where we're at with this episode, uh, episode three, the promotion. Yeah. Anything to add on those, dude? No, they were okay. Um... Not the Actually, strongest season opener. Not the opener. strongest season openers, but like I didn't like the meeting. Yeah. Uh, gossip was okay. But like this episode that we're about to talk about, I am not a fan. I'm going to come hard and heavy at the end of this. I'm going to be honest. Well, I will do my best, guys. Like this was one that I went into with an open mind because like I've never <laughs> seen it. Yeah, so, season six, you have no idea. No, so the first watch, I was like, um, I was yeah. like kind of hemming and hawing, and I was like, maybe upon second watch, I'll catch some things that will like make, you know, be yeah. funnier or like more interesting. And after the second watch, I was actually decidedly on the thumbs down. You were more put off? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I was not happy at all with this episode, but. All right, well, let's. That's a preview. <laughs> let's dive in and uh, let you guys decide. Yeah. So our cold open is Dwight going into Michael's office and Michael refuses to sign Dwight's expense report because that's day-to-day and Michael is big picture. So then Dwight 
marches himself across the office to Jim's office. Question. Was, did that I office exist? I don't ever remember okay. that office. I was just going to bring it up. It's like, like they added it on. They brought in a contractor right. and built an office, like, <laughs> a, right what is it, behind Creed? I, yeah, I think yeah. so. Because all of a sudden there's this new of, like, room. where it is, because it's directly across. So, yeah, it's Meredith, Creed, and then there's the office. Yeah, never saw it before. It's never caught my eye. Yeah, I mean, it's new. So they built one, an office I, for Jim. I guess so. So now Jim is trying to make him say please, basically just torturing Dwight. Be, like, I'm the boss, nani nani poo poo. Mm. And so Dwight... Um, Tries to form a complaint about him um, to Jim. Uh, I'm sorry. He goes to Michael's office to lodge a complaint about Jim not signing his resp- expense report. And Michael kicks him out because Dwight was like, I want to file a complaint against a huge, big, <laughs> tallest guy in the office. Like trying to make him think it's big picture stuff. Yeah. So then he walks back to Jim and Jim wants an apology. And he, or no, I'm sorry. What the fuck am I even reading? I, I don't know. Made you're that you're up. reading your notes and I you're know. just making words I just up. just made that up <laughs> completely. Like, oh, this is what I wanted to happen. Because I'm like listening and I'm just like, none of this is factual. <laughs> what? No, what Jim, he goes and he's... So Dwight he's, is going back and forth like a game of Pong between Michael and Jim. And no, no, I'm not stopping. We're going to go through this. We're going to get right through it. And Dwight keeps going back and forth. He's trying to convince Michael to lodge a complaint against Jim because Jim is teasing Dwight and won't sign his form. So then Michael says, Bob, get out of here. I'm big picture. Jim runs the day-to-day. So he goes back to Jim, and Jim starts to fill out, okay, you want to lodge a complaint? And starts going through He's it with playing Dwight. with his emotions. That's yeah. what I misinterpreted as he wanted an apology. He plays with his emotions, yes. and he's like... And Dwight just gets frustrated. <laughs> so then Dwight's in a talking head, and he's talking about how he should have been promoted over Jim. And... Then he imagines himself like he cuts wrestling a Hulk Hogan promo essentially. Oh yeah, he does. <laughs> it's he's awesome. like, I would put him in a headlock and da 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 da. And then he's like, eighteen thousand dollars and a chance at the title. <gasps> yeah, he even does the brother. He does. he does like this Hulk the Hulkamania. He does, pose. and I actually that's gonna be one of our screenshots this week, guys. Look for it on Twitter. Oh, there it is. <laughs> oh, his his center hair part is so disturbing. It's, it's amazing. Not a fan. But, um, and then Aaron comes in, she's like, Dwight, Jim asked if you could keep it down, which just even yeah. more shatters his... The ins- final yeah. kick to the nuts, if yeah, you will. essentially. So now, Michael, that was a cold open. That was a really long cold open. It was longer than the typical one, yes. It, it longer was than longer than, Kevin's than chili. it needed to be. <laughs> so now Michael is out in the office, and he announces that he's going to have a conference room meeting, and then... Uh, but I mean, this is what the whole episode. I could probably condense this down to just this. Yeah. Jim and Michael struggle over supremacy. That's it. Michael's insecure. Jim is trying to assert himself, yeah. and there's just a few roadblocks and foibles along the way. Essentially, this is like a one-note episode yeah. that fails spectacularly. I mean, even Stanley's like, "Can I be a boss?" Yeah, because they're just like. <laughs> then Oscar's like, "Oh yeah, I mean, name a country that doesn't have two presidents." A ship that sails without two captains. And where would Catholicism be without the popes? Yes. Which I actually did giggle at that. Yeah, Oscar was extra bitchy there. He was. <laughs> I loved it. So then Michael and Jim are discussing conference meetings and saying, like, Jim's like, listen, it's really distracting. Um, yesterday we had one where we discussed planets. And then my, this is probably one of the only lines out of this yeah. episode that is good. Jim, may I call you Jim? James? <laughs> Jim, Jimothy? Yes. Jimothy. No, that feels wrong. Can I call you Jim? In all like he of the doesn't years, know him. Yeah. In all of the years that he has known Michael, or I'm sorry, Jim, 
Have we... And I just... I want to name a... Like a dog, Jimothy. Yeah, that would be a good name for a pet. Yeah, it would be amazing. It would be a better name for a cat, I think. Um, so now we see... Uh, let's see. Da, da, da. Oh, yeah, we only got halfway through the second scene. My bad, guys. Yeah. So then Jim is... Asking Michael to try to be conscious of the amount of time that the meetings take up. Um, so Michael agrees to have no more conference room meetings for the week. And Jim is Surprise. overtly surprised at how easy that was. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, this is not going to happen. Strings are attached. So now Pam and Phyllis are in the kitchen. And Pam is just staring at these donuts. Pregnant Pam. <laughs> Pregnant staring Pam. at these donuts. <laughs> And Phyllis is like, are you okay? And she's like, I really want a donut, but I know I need to fit into my wedding dress. And the always classy Ryan Howard Mm. says, do you know it's a myth that women have to gain more than nine pounds during a pregnancy? Look at these celebrities. Some of them lose weight. Just to make Pam feel like shit for wanting a donut. This goes back to a few episodes ago when we talked about Ryan and how he's a different kid. Do you remember, like, for the first four seasons, he wouldn't say a word to anybody. He just wants to go to work and leave. Mm -hmm. Now he's, like... Outwardly an asshole. I don't think he has anything else going on. He has for him, no though. filter, and he's just like fuck everybody. Yeah, like it is a complete one eighty yeah. in character. It's it bizarre. absolutely is. I actually kind of felt bad for Pam there because like she's pregnant, dude. Like, yeah, cut, cut him some slack. Don't be a douche. Yeah, no. Ryan is like has no fucking what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, no, not couth. He has no redeeming qualities. No, he about doesn't. his character, he's awful. He absolutely doesn't. So now, um, let's see here. Oh, yeah. Phyllis asked Pam about the registry. And like almost every couple I've ever met for their wedding, like you have a wedding shower and that's really what the registry is for Mm -hmm. if you need stuff. Otherwise, I I mean, just for me and my knowledge of weddings, like having been to and having thrown one, you give the bride and groom cash for their actual wedding. Yeah. If that's, you can afford it, and no. if not, you get a gift. So, like, when Scott, my husband and I were younger, we were invited to a wedding, and we were like, hey, we can't afford, because it was like $200 a plate, like, we can't afford a $400 gift, you know what I mean? So we were like, hey, we got you a deep fryer off your registry. <laughs> deep fry. That's what they registered for, Hard, man. Hardcore. But um, that was also the first wedding we'd ever been to. So. Starting off with a bang. <laughs> yeah. But after that, like, you give cash to the bride and groom because that's where they try to make their money back on their reception, especially if they're paying for it. That's what our brother's trying to do. <laughs> hey, I mean, I don't blame him. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dude. Yeah. So um, Pam, oh, Pam is like, we really just want cash. Like, we really need the cash. But she's like, it's awkward to ask people about that. So Pam, like, kind of skirts and she's like... Well, we did, but only because people expected us to, but we're also expecting other gifts, no matter the amount. Yeah. Like, we want cash. She's not overtly saying it. Yeah. yeah, but Phyllis is like, oh, good, I hate registries anyway. My cousin makes the most romantic birdhouse mailboxes. <laughs> Four words I don't put together. No, it, the, I just imagine this garish, kitschy... Thing yeah. that you see, like, outside of, like, a camper. Why would you want a birdhouse where you put your mail? Bird shit uh, there. It's, yeah, it's not practical. No. <laughs> Even no matter how romantic it is. How romantic can a birdhouse be? Seriously. Oh, that birdhouse is making me amorous. <laughs> like, what? And so Pam is just like, fuck. 
So then we go back, and Jim goes into Michael's office. Creed, Stanley, Kelly, and Oscar are in there. And Michael says that he's focus grouping a product expansion idea. And then he says, I've got one of each. Yes. Which, going to the earlier topic, <laughs> used in a comedic way. Wow, uh, we really tied that together, yeah, didn't we? Used in, a, used in a comedic way, you know. <laughs> but, um, and so Jim is just like... Stanley, what did Michael say right before I came in here? And Michael's like, don't answer that, yeah. Stanley. And Stanley replies, and he says, if you don't smell this, you're fired. <laughs> Which is terrifying in of itself. They're playing, uh, guess what I've been doing. <laughs> or finger toe. Finger toe. Finger or toe is huge. That's a Scrubs yes. reference, right? Which we'll never cover. No, way too many seasons. <laughs> no, because they're already doing it. Oh, like yeah. Like the office winches or whatever. Hey, hey, Angela and Jen are, are classy ladies. They just happened to do it right after we started doing yeah, it. Hey, look at you that. know, shocker. It's a great <laughs> idea, isn't it? That's what Place to Be Nation said. They were like, that was a great <laughs> idea, guys. And then friggin' two, two shows that we love mm -hmm. started rewatch. It's because... The fuck. The have, stars started rewatch. We have, yeah, we have the worst luck. <laughs> So anyway, Michael and Jim start arguing, and he's like, guys, can you leave so I can talk to Michael? And he's like, you can say whatever you want in front of them. And he's like, "The Jim somehow says, like, get these people out of there, or something like that. So Michael, of course, has to pull, what do you mean, these people? Yeah, yeah. And Jim's like, that's not what I meant. But if you think about it, Michael says he has one of each. Elderly, with Creed. Or, yeah. Kelly, yep. Oscar, and Stanley, all minorities. Yes, yeah, that's what he's going for. Like, what the fuck? So he, like, strategically picked those people out of the office mm -hmm. so that he could have could an excuse. He could trap yeah. Jim. He would use that as an excuse, yeah. Wow. So then Michael is, just, like, basically just says, like, listen, I'm more important than you, and my ideas are more important than yours. And Jim explains, like, listen, we're equal, we're co managers. And Michael denies that he's ever been told that. That's not what David told him. And he's like, yes, it is. That's exactly how he explained it. And Michael's like, that's not how I understood it. <laughs> it's like, well, okay. So then this is kind of stupid, but at the same time, um, I, I love spotlighting Kelly because mm -hmm. I think she's a great character. She's like, I love rivalries. Michael versus Jim. Heidi versus LC. And then she's like, but if I'm answering your real question... Definitely, Elsie. Heidi's a bad friend with bad skin. And she's married to that guy with the creepy flesh-colored beard. Spencer. Dude, yeah. he just got more and more insane. I don't even want to give him the littlest bit of spotlight that might come from this podcast. because He's <laughs> fucking insane. The only thing I know about him is what I learned from the soup. About dude, the two of them. That's it. Dude, he, like, uses crystals now. Like You mean, like, Marianne Williamson? Like, like for he healing and bathes stuff? them in the moon. Charge them and like he's oh, fucking insane. That stuff is endearing. I forget what their kid's name is, but it's like Rock or something rock? like that. It's rock? like it's like ridiculous. It's rock. so fucking stupid. Spencer They're Heidi insane. and Rock. <laughs> They're insane. If you know what his name is, please tweet it to us because I don't know enough. But it's something really dumb. But they rock. like made all of his social media like bef like right after he was born, so that nobody could try to. Like, trademark his name. Oh, it's one it's, of those deals. It's like Apple. It, it is, but it's like something dumb, like Rock or something like that. It's like ridiculous. But anyway, so we go and um, Michael... Michael says that if I knew you were going to act like this, I would have never given you co-manager. So does Jim it's, know... It's, it's not Rock. It's Gunner Stone. 
Stone. Stone. I'm sorry. (laughs) Gunner Stone. Yes. All right. I'm sorry. So anyway, so does Michael, did Michael tell Jim that David Wallace gave him the choice to give Michael or to give Jim the co-manager spot? I don't think so. Because he's like, if I knew you were going to act like this, I would have never given you co-manager. Oh, because Michael... Michael had when, the choice. Yeah, because yeah. Wallace but talked that's to him what separately. I'm saying. Like, yeah. Does Jim know? I don't think Jim does, huh. no. So then, out of the blue, David Wallace calls, and Jim answers, and Michael introduces himself as Michael. Michael's here, senior co-manager. Just a, like, it's mm-hmm. a pissing match between Michael and Jim. All of this is time. a dick-measuring contest. Yeah. Um, so David Wallace drops the bad news that uh, they cannot afford cost of living raises for everybody. There is a small amount of money, and the managers are up, like deciding how they should divvy it up. <clears throat> so fucking stupid. But yeah. anyway, they needed something to do with this episode. Pretty so. much. So uh, essentially, it's more of a power struggle. Michael's, Michael goes, I'm looking forward to this. And Jim goes, you don't have to lie. And Michael just turns around and he's like, I hate that we have to do this together. I hate you. I hate when I I get so angry when I see you. I don't see you anymore. I just see the disgustingly large pores on your nose. And Jim's like, all right, I'll see you in there then. It's quite like, a swipe. Wow. So now, Meredith and Creed, such a random This is scene. random because I'm, I don't get it. But. I don't either. But Creed and Meredith are apparently facing each other now like mm-hmm. i thought that they were further away from each other well everything got moved for jim's office oh probably <laughs> yeah so creed's like why haven't we ever you know and meredith goes we have he forgot he forgot what that the they fuck? so apparently they've screwed why I'm, I'm do assuming. we need that information <laughs> i didn't need to happen but anyway so now we go back to michael and jim in the conference room michael suggests adding 1.5 percent to everybody's check which seems fair but yeah. all at the same time like what are they gonna get like because i doubt it's scranton number one <laughs> it's the mid to late aughts yeah what is everybody like the highest person is making like 40 like well mid, no a salesman probably make well, more salesman yeah, yeah but they also work off commissions yeah so they have a base salary and then but i mean like an accountant yeah, probably, well, depending on seniority, probably but 50, But again, 60. late odds. Yeah, so 50, 2008 60. is when the Great Recession began. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm assuming they're not They're not high rollers. Nobody food. is high rollers. A lot of food. What the fuck is yeah, wrong with my brain today? Yeah, just read your notes. My God. Jesus Christ. So, um, Jim suggests making a pro and con list. Michael is just making jabs. Every time Jim comes up with a pro, like, oh, no favoritism. He makes a jab at Jim being a nerd. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna." He makes his voice like, "I'm gonna." Un- you're gonna find out. You're gonna unzip your pants, and there's gonna be a calculator there. Yeah, it's. Ugh. It was very annoying. Strange. Not even funny. Yeah, Odious. and then Jim is like, "Oh well, I find I find out after all of these years, I decided how Michael like spends his time procrastinating, distracting others." And then there's like a thin Yeah, he has like, a pie chart. Yeah, a thin line that says critical, critical thinking. thinking that he made bolder so you could see it. <laughs> Which does make sense. Mm-hmm. So now Kevin approaches Pam at her desk asking about he goes, I heard you were registered somewhere, but I didn't hear where. And Pam is just like done. She's like, We want cash. And Pam and Kevin's like, Will you take a check? <laughs> and he just wow. pulls his checkbook out right then and there. And I'm like, wait a second. Are they not waiting for the wedding? No, like, just 
pass it out. I didn't get cash before the wedding. What? I had to open all those envelopes the day of. Should have changed your game plan. God damn. Just go tell everybody, give me cash. <laughs> but I have to say, so um, my best friend, her and uh, her partner at the time were also <laughs> fans of The Office. That guy. And... Um, <laughs> They in the, they did what Kevin did. So Kevin says, "I'm in the memo line. I'm going to write to love's eternal glory," <laughs> and they did that oh, on did our they? check. Oh, yes. I'm not, I'm kind of shocked by that actually. No, they wrote because they're office fans and they knew that I was. I didn't too. know that. Oh yeah, um, and, but he didn't he, strike me that way. Yeah, he struck oh, me yeah. as more of a douche. Well, that like a guy who watches monster trucks. <laughs> Or something like that, or maybe I don't know, like MTV Cribs. Oh no, 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 no! She threw him an office themed birthday party. Well, he's definitely a Ryan. Yes, <laughs> yes, that is true. Fuck you! But <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I do love that Kevin goes. Wait till Monday. Yeah, yeah. it's like the dude in uh, Big Lebowski post dating the check in the beginning. Oh yeah, for sixty nine cents. <laughs> yes. So now, um, Jim and Michael are. Like, contemplating, they're like, maybe we should just give it to sales. What do you guys think? And Michael's like, listen, man, that will not go over Yeah, he tells him it's a bad idea. But he just keeps on trying to distract him. Like, in pure Michael fashion. So then, Michael and Jim are still arguing about how and why Jim is there, essentially. Michael then baits Jim into announcing the raises that go to sales to the whole office. Oscar and Angela are snarky as fuck. Yeah. In this whole place. Oh, I'm so happy that you think we're smart adults, Jim. And um, they're like, Jim just wants to give all the raises to the people he's sleeping with and his friends. And he's like... Isn't that Dwight who says that? Because Dwight, even though he's the one getting the raise, turns because he just hates Jim so much. Oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, everybody, fuck him. Yeah, and then Kelly walks in. This is a great part, though. And, um... Oscar, she's like, oh, what's going on? And Oscar's like, Jim's just explaining how he's going to give the raises to sales. And he's like, but would it make you feel better if you knew Jim thought you were smart? And she goes, no, how's that going to fix Ryan's car? <laughs> Again, proving the point that Ryan, Ryan is, is odious. Ryan is a douche. <laughs> <laughs> so now Dwight is like feeding the anger and sticking up for everybody else. Meredith's like, my kid needs new shoes. Are you going to buy him new shoes? Are you going to tell him he's not getting them? And Angela is like, if nobody, if if sales gets it, or if I don't get it, nobody gets it. This is the least professional thing I've ever seen. Oh my God. I know it's a TV show, but like the way every, it's like torches and pitchforks. Yeah. But again, here's the thing. Everybody's bitchy. It's a cost of living raise. It's not a bonus. No, it's not something. Yeah. So like, that's what I meant though. They're not entitled to it. But with their salaries being like. For forty thousand, we'll say. Yeah. Okay, one and a half percent is like what forty five hundred dollars or four hundred and fifty dollars over a year. Yeah. Like Meredith, how bad? Like it's all gonna get taken out in taxes anyway. Exactly. <laughs> Holy shit! Your kid, you can't afford shoes for your kid before that. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like everybody comes across like if it was a bonus. Nobody, I could believe. Nobody this lives situation. on a budget. Uh, yeah, they're like they're all just like fuck my coworkers. Like everybody's oh, yeah, out for themselves. Out for everybody's themselves. out for blood. It's just like it's ridiculous. It's not fun to watch. <laughs> yeah. So now Michael tries to like intervene and he tries to save the moment, and him and Jim like back out into the conference room to try to come up with a plan. So they decide like, what about one based on merit, where we rank everybody? 
But isn't that how every other fucking company does it? I would consider that. That's how that. all of my jobs have always been. <laughs> like, hey, we ranked you on these areas. If you hit these uh, incentive these, points yeah. and stuff like that, yeah. You get, based on your salary, a percentage. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, I know. So now, there's a talking head. There's a reason this company's failing. <laughs> seriously. Because the CFO is like, here's money. Divvy it up amongst your employees. Do things. Christ's sake. So now Creed, Meredith, Kevin, Angela, Oscar, and Dwight are all in a talking head, and they're all outraged that um, they would be nah, that they would consider giving the, the raises to sales and not the support staff. Mm-hmm. And Dwight's just like they're like this sucks, and and Dwight's just sitting in the front and goes, and Jim's awful too, and, <laughs> and Meredith's like yeah, who said that? And he like. And Creed is just out there, and he's like, Creed did. And he goes, yep, I did. <laughs> he's just like, yeah, I said it. What the fuck? Wanted it's... him to marry my daughter. <laughs> I thought you were gay. <laughs> Why would you want me to marry your daughter? I don't know. <laughs> so great. So now Jim and Michael are in the conference room, and there's pictures of all of the employees on the table. And where they didn't have an actual photo, they drew a picture and put the name on there. And they're using Boston Baked Beans. And each of them got 24 beans, and each bean equals 0.5% of a raise. And they're taking turns putting the beans on each photo. I've never had a Boston baked bean. I haven't either. I I refuse to do... It's a candy. I don't eat, go, consume anything that comes from the state of Massachusetts. Why are you giving me that look? You're such a As a Yankees fan, I take it very seriously. Jesus Christ. That's why I still wear my Boston. It's just a white T-shirt that says Boston sucks. Yeah, you've had that for like and 15 I, years. I will wear it anywhere just to spread the word. Because I've been to Boston. I hate Massachusetts. I've been there. And it's just like, oh, hey, how are you? Hey, what's going I on? You're wicked John awesome. I think John Krasinski is from Yeah, he's from, yeah he did that stupid Boston commercial with Big Poppy. Let's go get the cat. Hey, yeah, you're going to it's wicked awesome. Hey, why are you doing that? Hey, want to go, go, go shovel snow in Quincy? Huh? It packs itself. It's that yeah. self-packing cat. Welcome to Worcester. Dollar twenty-five, please. Oh get some God. toll booth willing. Anyway. Fuck Boston. Fuck back. Massachusetts. I love you, John Krasinski. So Michael draws... <laughs> So, as Jim is explaining yes. all of this... Yes, this is, he, this is the highlight of the episode. Yes, he's like, oh, you know, we put a picture, bean on a picture, blah, 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 and he goes, who is this? And you look at this picture, and it's like Shrek. A it's child's a child drawing. drew Shrek, yeah. and then there's a word bubble that says, I'm an idiot. And Michael <laughs> goes, that's Toby. And he goes, you know he's not involved in this, right? And he goes, I just wanted to make it known. <laughs> fuck Toby. Like, I just wanted it known. Like, so fuck awesome. him. So now, Dwight... Or, I'm sorry, David Wallace wants them to respond to an email. So they both, like, Michael answers the door and cracks it open for Aaron to tell him this. So then they both leave to go to their respective offices to answer this email. And Dwight, of course, sneaks in. And then he has a talking head and he's like, people are noticing how bad Jim is. Granted, it's taken them a while. And then he equates them and he goes, I just, I'm glad that they aren't our founding fathers. Otherwise, the Revolutionary War would would have been delayed by ten years because Stanley Washington was taking a nap and <laughs> Phyllis Hancock was still writing or um, signing. signing the Declaration. And um, oh god, oh Kevin Jefferson was distracted by a butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> so then Dwight then brings everybody into the conference room to show them, and. He's like, they determine our worth by putting beans on our faces. And everybody's upset. Pam is upset because she's like, why do you have this extremely old photo of me with extremely frizzy hair? (laughs) From season one. Yeah, seriously, it really is. 
And Kevin's just like, what does a bean mean? What does a bean mean? He keeps raising <laughs> he his does. voice. Because Ke- um, Jim and Michael come in. They're like, what are you guys doing in here? Kevin's just like, what does a bean mean? <laughs> so into it. And they're like, somebody explain this to him. <laughs> so then Phyllis and Andy are out. Like, everybody's back in their seats. And they're like, listen, it's just like, I don't even care about the race. It's just so demeaning. Mm-hmm. And they're like, but we really do want to race. So then Dwight... Does this really strange... Tries to, like, stir up an insurrection against Jim. Yeah, he tries to get everybody to revolt against Jim. basically Gaston getting the townspeople together to storm storm the beast's castle. You know what I mean? He's like... Kill the beast! Yeah, he's... Kill the beast! He's whipping them into a frenzy to storm Jim's (laughs) office, basically. So Kill the beast! That's a good one. So, um, anyway... Michael then goes out of his office to Jim's, and everybody's yelling at him, and you just hear, as the door closing, Kevin, what's a bean yeah, mean? It's all, that's the only clear <laughs> sentence. That comes, it's like, rabble, 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 what does a, a bean, bean mean? <laughs> and um, Michael and Jim now um, are, like, bonding over sharing this burden. Because Michael's like, you know, I used to have to do this alone and I hated it. It's kind of nice to have somebody. Somebody else to be miserable Yeah, with. so then Michael's like, oh, I have something for you. And he leaves and you hear, rabble, rabble, rabble. <laughs> and then he comes back in and he has a second World's Best Bosses mug. And he gives it to Jim and he tells him it's full of gin. <laughs> yep. And now it makes so much more sense about Michael. Half of Michael's job, like when he's on the job, he's... He's wasted. He's, t- he's buzzed at least, yeah. Splenda and Scotch. <laughs> Gets you drunk like Scotch and tastes like Splenda. So now we're in the break room. Pam's there and Ryan approaches her. And um, he's like, oh, I heard that you want cash, right? And she's like, yeah. And he goes, would you rather have $100 now or $5,000 a year from now? And Pam's like, $100 now. And Ryan somehow fucking wheels, weasels his way, and he goes... The fucking artful dodger The hundred dollars as your gift will... Uh, you give me a hundred dollars, now it will cover the broker's fee. And your gift of a hundred dollars from me, I'll put in myself. And, in like, basically he swindles her by saying... It's the like, word the I guy use. Has, yeah, <laughs> Swindle. Has an algorithm to predict the winner of every college basketball game ever. And then she goes... Don't tell Jim, because she realizes she got scammed yep. by fucking Dodger. The Dodger of the office. <laughs> I'm telling you. That's, so, that's it. Kevin, how did you rate this episode? I gave it a 1.8. Yeah. I I'm hated this lie. episode. This... I, I tried to, like, give it more credit, but, like, rehashing it right now, I originally gave it a 3, guys. I'm going to have to downgrade to, like, a 2.7. I had more fun talking about naming a cat Jimothy. Yeah, the, this this and episode talking was talking about Peter Pan. This episode sucked. Like it was just no. Like I enjoyed the baked beans part. Like I did. I enjoyed the second half after Michael and Jim kind of worked through it together. Michael and Jim don't have the chemistry that Jim and Dwight do, no. or Michael and Dwight, or even Andy and Michael. Like yeah. it's just it didn't work. It. it, it the thing that everybody came off as awful. That's the number one thing is that yeah. nobody came across as likable. No, everybody was like, like even Pam was like, "Give me money." <laughs> yeah, know? she's like, "Why is there no bean on my face?" And yeah. he's like, "I was trying not to be biased." Everybody's like, like unprofessional, immature, uh, just unlikable. And that, yeah. believe it or not, like I know I say this all the time that like every nobody on the show, like they're all very flawed individuals. Yeah, but to the point where they're just like. 
mindless amoebas who are just rabble, rabble, rabble. Yeah. Like they be they basically became those South Park guys. Like they took our germs. They, they took our raisins. They, they, that's all they became in this episode was like yeah. caricatures. You know, like they weren't even real characters in this yeah. episode. And I just hated it. Like I just and when it was over, I breathed a sigh of relief because <laughs> I thought it was a forty minute episode because that's what it fucking felt it like. It did feel very long. It went so long. It's just all it was was Michael and Jim just being catty. Yeah. And trying to work together. And then, like, they failed. And the thing that the thing that bothers me the most is that how many episodes have we done where Jim... Jim even oh says outwardly... Oh, my God. Outwardly he loved that, the conference room meetings. Well, not... No, no. I'm saying when... Oh. Like, when Jim outwardly says, like, these people are, like, idiots. Yeah. You have to treat them with kids' gloves. He, just a few episodes ago, he did that with the... Um, Pregnancy. The gossip. Yeah. When he's like, yeah, we're not telling these people. Yeah. Or when he took over for Michael with the birthday... What yeah. was that, Survivor Man? Yeah. When they did the birthday and, like, everybody was being a child and he's just like, all right, like, he should have expected this. Yeah. And, like, he... there's no continuity with that character where everything he's done in the past and said, like, it's just like it never happened and he becomes an idiot again yeah. with handling them. But even, like, here's the thing. Like, even when he was, like, with Charles Minor, like, his first impression was, I'm not going to take this seriously because it's Dwight. Mm-hmm. I'm going to dress in a tuxedo. Blah, blah. Like... You know what I mean? And then to see... So, okay. You can't put the guy who was always the prankster into a, a position a of authority and expect role. people to take him that way. Yeah. like So, like, he should have seen that coming that. to an because extent. him and Pam used to fucking love the conference room meetings because they used to make fun... Like, yeah. I mean, how many times have we seen Jim try to play, like, the straight face... While being ridiculous. And like egg Michael on. Yeah. yeah. And now all of a sudden he's like, it's about productivity, guys. Yeah. Like, Who wants to be my productivity czar? Like it becomes that. And it's just like not true to the character. Yeah. Not true to the character's past that we've seen. And it's just like, yeah. it just doesn't work. Agreed. It just didn't work. Agreed. I'm sorry. No, I completely <laughs> that, that, agree that, with you, man. That episode was just such a rambling, incoherent mess. <laughs> no, I, I totally agree. Like I said, at the end when Michael and Jim like got along. I liked that when they were doing the beans on the face and the Toby picture. Okay. Like, I enjoyed that. But Jim taking work seriously was way too weird. Yeah, it's just, it's like I said, this was one, maybe they got experimental, like, oh, well. Let's see what Because Jim and, Jim and Pam are getting married, so let's see what happens, like, if we take the character in a different yeah. direction. And, newsflash, it didn't work. No. <laughs> at all. But, I digress. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Nope. Alright. So now, guys, we're going to start... Season 6, Episode 4, Niagara, Part 1. Right after you put us over, right, dude? No, no, you are. That's your oh. job. Oh, fine. You don't All have right. to read notes for this. You'll get it off the top of your head. You'll know what you're saying. <laughs> All right, guys. Always make sure to reach out to us on Twitter. Follow us. Share us around. Our Twitter handle is at Brosis Podcast. And if, you don't, if you're a little shy, you don't like the Twitter. You don't um, want other people seeing your uh, music. Your ideas. Um, you can always reach out to us at BrotherSisterRewatch at gmail.com. Again, Twitter, we always like to put our favorite screen grabs from the episodes on there. Um, like to interact with the people who like to interact. Exactly. Um, you know, we also follow a lot of other great podcasts, so we'll, we'll follow you back, shit. too. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're whores for follow back. <laughs> Definitely. But uh, again, on Twitter, at Bros's Podcast, or via email at BrotherSisterRewatch at gmail.com. Yes. All right. And you can also find us on the Jenny Position. That's right, the Jenny Position feed, where you can also listen to Geek and Sassy, Freak Out Driving, Journey Through Infinity, and so much more. We're happy to be there. We're happy to be a part of it. It's going to be good. It's 
going to get lit. It's going to get lit, as the kids say. Yes. Hashtag YOLO. All right. Find me on TikTok. Speaking no, of YOLO, I'm way too old speaking for of, TikTok. Speaking of YOLO, <laughs> I don't know if you've seen in the last two days what your team has done. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I did. Yes. What the fuck? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers now have Tom yeah. Brady and Gronk. With two Pro Bro, Bowl. we might get a Super Bowl this yeah, year. <laughs> well, that's the whole plan is because the Super Bowl is in Tampa. Oh, they want, shit! They want to be the first home team for a Super Bowl. Nice. And they're going balls deep. In the, yeah, they are. They are reaching into their pockets it's unbel- to try to do it. <laughs> of all franchises, it's just unbelievable. But when I, well, Gronk was retired, wasn't he? didn't he? play last year. No. That's what I mean. And the, like, the thing was... He was in WWE. He, he's actually a title holder. <laughs> He has, as of this recording, he is the 24-7 champion. He won it at WrestleMania in an oh empty God. arena. So, the, this world I think they is should just put, going to hell in a handbasket. They should, they should put the belt on the line every Monday night football game. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. But I don't know how to reconcile, like, having having such a punchable face be our quarterback. Oh, well, no, Brady, no, nah, Brady's great, man. I love Brady. He's just so punchable. Oh, he's extremely punchable. Not yeah. not as punchable as although I think the Gronk. fashion statements. I mean, in Tampa, he won't need all those pea coats like oh, no. he did up in New England. The Uggs. <laughs> like I imagine he's got. It's gonna be more yacht wear, <laughs> like boat shoes, like Leonardo DiCaprio and Wolf of yeah. Wall Street. Oh, God. He's if, on the yacht. If Brady goes full heel and starts dressing like a like a fucking Ralph Lauren model, I will be dying. I will become a Buccaneers fan. I'll, I'll dump my Broncos for the Buccaneers. If Brady just goes full, like, douchey heel, Yo, I would love it. Yo, let's get some polos, like, double-layer polos. He has to come in, the... like, to the press conferences with the sweater around his neck, like, like he just played polo. Oh, fuck, yes. I'd die. That's good shit, man. That's good shit. Mm-hmm. But we have arrived at Season 6, Episode 4 at this point, Niagara Part 1. Yes. The cold open is Pam and Jim asking people not to... They're up in front of the office, mm-hmm. asking people not to wear so much perfume, keep pungent foods in the kitchen, mm-hmm. and because her morning sickness, because she's pregnant. Yeah. It's, a, it, you know, making Apparently, her... I mean, again, never been pregnant, so I can't really speak to that, no. but I've been around a lot of pregnant women at work, and they yeah. are sensitive AF. It's legit. Some of them are. But, like... But it's like so, Dwight said, though, like, a three-ounce fetus yeah. is calling the shots. He's amazed by that. <laughs> And, like, they ask Phyllis to use a different soap. And, like, that is, like, a bridge too far. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and uh, Dwight even kind of says how a regular person would feel, but in his own oafish way. Where yeah. he's like, we didn't tell you to get pregnant. That was your decision. Yeah, now you're gonna we all vote that you get pregnant? Yeah, now you're going to tell us how we wash and what we can wear? Like, yeah. he has a point. Let's be honest here. Maybe she could, she could change uh, seats, go to the annex. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, um... Where am I? Oh, yeah. So <laughs> she's sitting at her desk, and Dwight is peeling a hard-boiled egg that he refuses to eat in the kitchen. No. I, oh, you were in here. So, um... I'm assuming Easter. Yeah. So in Easter, we were eating hard-boiled eggs, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, um... I've never uh, done that. We have grew up, oh, grew up in the it. same house. I hate the fucking I egg. love them. But, um, my husband was eating one, and I think it was our future sister-in-law might have said something about it. And me and our other brother, who also loves The Office, not Oz, not Oz, the other one, and we kind of actually did this whole cold open. Like, oh. I reserved it right to eat my hard-boiled eggs at this dinner table. I'm very hard. I was very happy I wasn't there. <laughs> so, like, Pam, out of spite almost, picks up a garbage bin and just vomits in it while ma- maintaining eye contact. Eye contact, yep. So then this sets off a train rea- chain reaction where, like, Andy throws up and then Aaron, Meredith... Like, everybody's throwing up while 
Fucking Creed's eating a bowl of noodles. Ramen. He's yeah. eating ramen. And he's just, just slurping it. He's slurping it down in, like a fucking bird with a worm. <laughs> just slurping down ramen while everybody just vomits. It's like that scene in Family Guy when they yeah, all just the start... Em- yeah. The Ipecat when they yeah. all just vomit on each other. So that's the cold open. Uh, Pam. But I love how like Pam is just like such a hardcore bitch and she just like pats the corners yeah. of her mouth and so, Dwight's just <laughs> sitting there with his hard Dwight's the only one who doesn't like, throw up. But he's got a mouthful of hard-boiled yeah. egg holding it, and he's just, like, amazed. He's just stunned, like, what the fuck did I just almost, do? Almost like game respects game, you know? Right, yes. So the show opens with uh, Michael out, outside with his Sebring. He has cans tied to it, and it says, going to a wedding. Right? I thought, th- no, they were in um, what the conference room. They were going. No, no, no. That that goes up there. Hold on. This is how it starts. Michael shows them his Sebring with going to a wedding on it in the cans. Mm -hmm. Aaron is leaving a message that the branch will be closed for a few days due to a wedding. And then we go to the conference room where Jim and Pam go over doing don't list for everybody so that they don't (laughs) embarrass them. Um, No firecrackers. Yeah, the firecracker free wedding. Which which I love that Kevin and Dwight were like, come on, what is this That's kind of a throwback to the threat level midnight episode when they were in the empty lot. When they danced over fireworks. Like devil worshippers. (laughs) Uh, So Pam also asks everyone not to say anything about the baby because not everyone knows, especially her grandmother. And Angela (laughs) says, you're lucky to have one. Some of us have to be our own grandmother. (laughs) Which, I'm sorry, but she was also the one who was engaged and cheating on her fiancé. Yeah, she she is So is there really any moral high ground that Angela holds at this point? She's the classic hypocrite. Seriously. So Mike is excited to pick up women, essentially, at this wedding. And Dwight Googled a bunch of women on the guest list. And he's, like, going through this fucking binder he has of he them. does he has a binder that he has all this shit printed out and he's like i stole the guest list off of Je- jim's desk and he finds that one woman sold a mountain bike jocelyn webster and that's all he has on her michael's like what am i Dwight? that's yeah. fucking useless he's like she might have had a couple hundred dollars to spend two years ago <laughs> she if she did sell the bike she doesn't mountain bike as much anymore yeah. But, I, like, the way he's saying it, Jocelyn Webster, <laughs> yeah, if this is, in fact, her, because it's actually a pretty common name. <laughs> yeah, so stupid. So the caravan heads out. Everybody's, like, in cars and groups heading out. And Michael pulls out, and it turns out he never... They aren't, they're, like, totally full soda cans. Oh, yeah, they're, they're unopened. They're just blowing up as he goes down the road. <laughs> so Kevin does a talking head. He brought a toupee to oh help him with the ladies. Andy is driving with Aaron and Kelly, who are in the back listening to music because it feels like they're in a limo. On their own iPods. Yeah, and he's they're like, we feel like we're in a limo! Yeah. And, <laughs> and Andy just wants to like get to know Aaron. I guess this is going back to like three episodes ago when that was a thing. Oh, finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was one that they sat on for a while. Country roads. So Jim and Pam are taking mental snapshots in their car. Which is cute. Oh, that's so cute. No, it is cute. Yeah, it's... Bleh. Mike and Dwight, uh, Michael fell asleep because his sunglasses were too dark, so dark as he's driving. <laughs> On the highway. The only person I ever know who fell asleep while they were driving was our one uncle. Which one? Uh, <laughs> wait, what? He fell asleep while he was I'm pretty driving? sure, yeah, I'm pretty sure when I was a kid there was a moment. Oh my god. Uh, you would think it was our father, but it wasn't, <laughs> believe it or not. So, Dwight produces a CD of seduction that he made for michael to and put he, in when he was when uh, he courts a wo- or and he woos a woman if yes. you will so he puts it on it's just dwight narrating like dude uh, with, to be in your shoes you wrote it down <laughs> only a little bit of all it. right go ahead uh to be in your shoes get ready for your night in heaven 
It's so and creepy. Michael's like, what the fuck? Get that off. I can't play this for a woman. He's oh, he's so pissed off. So then, he's like, oh, good. No, sorry. Oh. Go ahead. So they get to the hotel. Five hours away in yes. Niagara. So that's a drive. And Jim and Pam check in, and then Andy got the these honeymoon it, the honeymoon suite the night before. Oh, them. So of course, gonna Pam, break in the bed. Pam turns into Judge Smales. I want it clean, sterilized, and disinfected. <laughs> you know? uh, Mike made no reservation. It turns out he thought he could just show up and get the in because the block there's of the rooms. block of rooms. Yeah, but um, Dwight checks in, and Mike is like begging him, like, "Let me stay with you, Dwight, or whatever." And Dwight's like, "No, you wouldn't do it for me." And Mike's like, "Yeah, I would. I swear to God." And Dwight goes. Oh, this is for Scott. Looks like it's your room. So then Michael oh, no, takes it. I don't have a room yeah. now. And Dwight's like, can I stay with you, Mikey? He goes like, well, you know, Dwight, you know, I can bring a wood. It's going to be weird if she sees you brushing your teeth with clay. Is um, that what- if things are getting amorous, if I bring a woman back and things are getting amorous, it's going to be weird if she sees you in the bathroom brushing your teeth with butter and clay. <laughs> and that's when Dwight snatches it away. He goes, you see, you wouldn't have done it. Yeah, that was a test. And of course, Michael's like fucking fucking wizard oh, test. Yeah. What the dungeon wisdom test. <laughs> you must pitch pass the dungeon <laughs> wisdom test. And I love Dwight's like it worked. <laughs> yeah, it did. Mike looks like an asshole. So we see Stanley arrive with Cynthia, and he says, "Mr. and Mrs. Stanley Hudson." Yeah, and he <laughs> so this is his mistress from Gossip. And uh, they won't share with Mike their queen-size bed, which the queen-size bed astounds Mike that Stanley and this woman are going to fit in it. Well, I mean, they're not small people. They're stout. Yes. They're hardy. But I love how Stanley's like, a queen-size bed is five feet wide, Michael. I am not five feet wide. (laughs) So awesome. So uh, neither will Kelly and Aaron. They won't share with him either. But they're like, ew, kill myself. Yeah, they think it's disgusting. (laughs) So Toby offers... And Michael, Michael's response, you will be sleeping alone the rest of your life. Get used to it. <laughs> and he just walks away. Like, fuck you, Toby. Poor Toby. So uh, we see Jim and Pam. Uh, they're with Mr. and Mrs. Halpert. Mm-hmm. And they point out Pam's Jima. Or Mima, she calls Mima. her. Mima. I never got the whole Mima, Nina, like the people who name their grandmother different things, Gigi and stuff like that. I think it's like how, like, so they try to get the kid to say one thing and then... What the kid is actually able to say kind of just sticks. I'm glad our grandma was just like, I'm your grandmother. Right? She's... I'm grandma, and that's it. Our grandmother, like, she's like Pam's grandmother with a sense of humor. Yes. And, like, class. Yes. (laughs) Basically. She's very elegant, but she does have a sense of humor. She'll pop from time to time. She will. She'll laugh her ass off for certain things. So... (laughs) Um, they point out the grandmother, and Pam describes her as the only 80-year-old without laugh lines. <laughs> and that's when Mike butts in and talks about <laughs> hooking up with female members of Jim's family. He whispers about as well as you do. Yeah, oh yeah, horrible whisper. Kevin's a horrible whisperer. It's known in our family that Kevin cannot... This is Kevin's whispering oh, no, I'm, voice. I'm all over that shit, man. I'm great. <laughs> so, But he wants to give a, a toast at the dinner that night, and Jim's like, nope. Well, he's happening. like, I'd like to go third, back cleanup. Yeah, he totally botches that. <laughs> uh, so we go to the dinner. Was it the rehearsal dinner, would you call yeah, it? Yeah, rehearsal dinner. And the grandmother says to Pam that, that her and Jim are perfect together. What's Yo, that look? she looks super pregnant that, in that dress. See, I didn't even notice. I wasn't even well, looking for it. Well, they did a side shot of me, like of Mima's face. And her stomach is like, because she has an empire dress 
So like it comes just What's an below empire dress? An empire waist is like right below the boobs. Okay. So like it comes out and she, she's like super pregnant. I, I love how you're <laughs> demonstrating. I know. I never. I, podcast. I, I didn't even look. I didn't. I'll, I'll try to find a screen grab There's of the it. the screen but grab like, of that. Holy shit. I was like, dude, if Mima couldn't see that, she has fucking cataracts. <laughs> My God. Brutal. Uh, so, oh, Jim meets with Pam's dad, and who he assumes is his niece, yeah. but it's his buxom blonde girlfriend. Christy. Pa- Pam's dad kind of has a cool vibe about him. I don't know how to describe it. Um, I don't give a fuck Yeah, vibe. Like, totally out of fucks to give. Like, I kind of dig it. So Like, yeah, I'm like 60, but guess what? I'm screwing a 30-year-old. <laughs> like, that's his attitude. And he has no shame about He's who he is. Lo- nope. He's like, I ditched my wife, so yeah. what? <laughs> He's like, I'm here parading this girl in front of my entire family it's, at my daughter's wedding. It's entertaining. Wow. So, Dwight is at the kids' table shit-talking Jim. <laughs> Who, who he refers to as the bad, the bad man. man, and he's, he's like kissing the bat or the boss's butt. Yeah, ew, the kids. And Dwight's just like swigging this yeah, beer he's as got he, a beer bottle as he rips Jim. Uh, Oscar and Kevin meet Pam's sister Penny, <laughs> and she goes, "Kevin, I thought it was Gil." Uh, and that's when Oscar gets offended as fuck. Yeah, he does. He's like, "This is you, you think this is the best I can do? Apologize." You think like, I'm dating like this? You owe me an apology. Yeah, he demands an apology. Kevin's like, "Oscar, if I was gay." Like, <laughs> hilarious and then uh, i love kevin's like do you have a or do you have a boyfriend and pam's like yes she does he's out of town <laughs> and the sister's like thank you puts the kibosh on it <laughs> and then we see ryan trying to hit on i think it might even be the same sister we don't see a face but it's a blonde at like yeah. the table and meredith bunts in and says oh yeah he used to work at a bowling alley <laughs> Oh, no, it's not the same sister, because the sister's up at the head Oh, table. that's true. Sorry, because yeah, Ryan's like, I was the youngest VP in company yeah. history, and, and Meredith they, just dumps a bucket of cold water on her. Tell him some bowling alley stories. <laughs> you can tell she's already toasted. Yeah, she is. So Andy finds out, also, that Kevin switched seats with Aaron, which disappoints him <laughs> greatly. Uh, so we go to the... Well, because ta- he's like, how is Meredith at the young people's table? <laughs> he's like, oh, I switched seats with Aaron. So Kevin would have been at the young person's? I'm assuming that's what it means, huh. yeah. So, the toasts. Uh, there's a Brutal. young, there's a young cute woman up there, and Dwight, you know, pulls out his binder. Her name is Isabel. Mm-hmm. Uh, her volleyball record in tenth grade was ten and two. It's a very impressive yeah. record. And Michael's just like, "What the fuck can I do?" <laughs> Dwight, stop it! Like, he's like so over it. But we have to wonder from Company Picnic is that how her and Pam were friends? Volleyball she... teams. Oh, oh. Good to... see continuity. Yep, we like that exactly. So we get a talking head of Jim's brothers. And like Mike is behind them listening to their ideas, and he's like, "They're they're they have great material. They're, it's gonna kill, but like they're gonna deliver it all. Wrong. It's gonna be wrong. It should be Pete and Michael. I would Pete kill with the brother material. Yeah. So they get up there and do it, and they're totally douchey and inappropriate with their Dude, wives, like telling their Pam's women, body is fine, even though she, you just said she's pregnant. She's yes. showing that she's pregnant, yeah. like and like they say to their wife, a little mo cardio. And you even see these Michael things. goes like, "That's inappropriate." Yeah, but even like for Michael, that's too much. <laughs> I love Jim's brother. Right. They're so awful. <laughs> you really are. So Michael starts. You know, he interrupts and starts doing bad jokes, and like it's almost like a Seinfeld and like smart cards. Oh yeah. yeah. And the only, do you know who the only person laughing is? Did you? Jim's pick brothers. Jim's brothers. The only one. The one guy's just like, oh shit. This He's is like great. hanging off his chair, yeah. like laughing. I'm like, that's amazing. He fucking loves it. So like after a little bit, Jim stands up and thanks everyone for being there. And as he starts, his one brother just goes, douche. Well, he coughs. He's like, douche. Yeah. Oh my god. 
These brothers are. I just think so of you guys many, oh, though. Totally. This is when Oz gets married. <laughs> this is gonna be me and our other brother. We're just gonna be like fucking forces of nature. I'm just oh telling. my god. So um, douche. Jim. <laughs> thanks, Pete. Oh, thanks, Pete. He just goes, thanks. So Jim. Uh, Jim starts doing a toast. He's telling the story of how he waited for Pam and it was falling so in love. Sweet. It was Andy was like tearing up, <laughs> and um, that's when he he says like. You know, he proposed a toast, not for Pam, of course. Yeah. And Everybody raise your glass, except for Pam, of course. And that's when Grandma's like, why can't she drink? Well, Mima, why can't Pam drink? Yeah. And Jim pretty much accidentally spills the beans. Yep. She's pregnant. And pregnant. Pregnant. <laughs> not prego. And it's, pregnant. It's just like a Michael thing, too, where he's like, Pam's an alcoholic. Yep. Like, he's trying to, like, make a joke out of it, and it just fails. And then Michael butts in to try and save it. Oh my god. And starts god. talking about the different sensations of not using a condom. Well, he also said, I think what they're trying to say is that they had an accident. Yeah, oh like, my god. He's like, it's a different sensation when you, do, you know, not for the woman, but oh. for the man. And, and Mima's face. Oh yeah, she's so disappointed. <laughs> she's just like, oh She's no. like, what the fuck? Oh no. <laughs> so, we come back and Jim and Mike are on the side. And Jim's quote, can't believe it was me. Is it something about being a manager that makes you say stupid things? <laughs> so and Michael, I've not found that to be the case. <laughs> yeah, so great. So Pam tells him that Mima is leaving. She's not coming to the wedding. Well, I love her explanation, though. I always wondered, why would they pick such a hotel? That Bruno movie was on, and I couldn't do anything. I just had to sit there and let it happen to me. <laughs> And that's, yep, and that's when Michael goes up to talk to her. And he does a talking head where he says he's great with old women. Yes. My best friend was my grandmother before she met Harriet. Then she thought she was all that. I'll tell you what, man. There's something to Michael's older women thing. He really can swoon them, man. Well, not even swoon, but like, I worked, where I worked back in the day, and every older woman I've worked with, let's say 45 plus, 45 to like 70, they all think I'm the shit. When I was in high school and college, I would bet $50,000 that the mother of the women I dated, the mothers of the women I've dated, liked me more than their daughters. <laughs> Older women think I am the bee's knees. They, they like, oh, Kevin, oh my God. I don't know what it is, but I like. I think it's still accurate. Oh, it's totally accurate. It's unbelievable. And like, when Michael said that, I'm just like, I kind of think I have that gene. Fuck. I kind of got like a little like self, like introspective. I was like. You know what? There's something to that. Like, it's really bizarre, but it's true. So, where am I? Okay. So, Michael goes up to talk to Mima, and he, he tells her that she needs to relax. It's oh, not 1850 anymore, and now women have lots of sex and take pictures with their tops Top off. off and all this stuff. Jesus. And, but, like, she, he could tell he's losing her, so he just says, they're going to name the baby after you. <laughs> and he's like, Mima. She goes, you mean Sylvia? Sylvia. And he goes, yeah. And if it's a boy, it'll be Sylvio. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which is amazing. So Andy is now in the bar telling everybody that there's going to be a party in his room. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a real Bernard show, uh, throwdown. Mm-hmm. Pam is headed to the bar and she runs into Angela. Poor Pam. Who harangues her and says, I should just kick you in the stomach right, right now. Oh, my God. And like Pam's just like, I'm going to go back to my room. <laughs> and Angela. Like almost taunting her, like, "Are you sure, Pam? Are you sure?" <laughs> Horrible human being. Following her back to her room, just haranguing it's her. almost like Angela waited outside of Pam's room to catch her to make sure that she didn't go. She's like a yeah. school marm, but yeah. make sure she doesn't go. She's out her own far. grandma. <laughs> yes, somebody has to be. So Michael is with Dwight, 
in the hotel room, and Dwight has on a wolf shirt, not unlike uh, Zach Galifianakis in The Hangover. Yes. And so the, the it's in, a casual social outfit. It's he's, wolves he, howling at the moon. It's suggestive of howling during sex. <laughs> That's exactly what he says. <laughs> and in the bar, Oscar and Ke- t- you know he's telling Kevin the toupee oh is God. a bad idea. And Kevin goes, well, I don't have that nice Chicano hair like that you, Oscar. Beautiful, thick, beautiful Chicano and hair. And he's petting Oscar's hair. He really? And Pam's sister walks by, and she's just like, does a double take and just keeps going. And they're like, fuck, she thinks we're gay again. <laughs> so great. Um, so Dwight is talking about his horses with Isabel. And how he's worried about them. And she's into it. And that was so desperate, though. The way she did that. Wait, you're worried about your horses? That's so and then cool. She like, she, like, literally well, leaned like she was laying down straight in the air. Like, that's cool. Well, she was drunk. That's. I hope she that's was. That's what we call white girl wasted. Wow. As, as, what? what? No, I've just... I've never seen somebody that desperate <laughs> no. in real life. Like, she was literally, like... If you're on a bar stool, like you're like four or five feet off the ground, she was even with her ass. It was like on the it's seat. like when a magician makes somebody levitate. <laughs> you know what I mean? Seriously. So uh, Dwight's talking about his horses, and then he's he does a talking head where he says, "I created the thing called Burger on the Go. You oh, can obtain nine and three quarter horses. <laughs> you can obtain burgers from a horse without killing it." A lot of places are considering it, like Sharper in- Image, Sky Mall. He's going through all, and then he gets to the end, he just goes. Sears said no. <laughs> like, unequivocally. Which, at least Sears has some standards. Yeah, they're not around. In, are, nope. Is there, like, a Sears or two? I think it's, like, a Blockbuster where there's, like, random locations. I think they do online. Do they? I don't know. I'm not positive. I'm pretty sure Sears has gone the way of the Dodo. Oh, maybe I'm thinking Kmart, because Kmart. Well, Kmart and Sears are the same they, company. But they still have Kmart's some Yeah, places. so, yeah, there's still Sears. Yeah. Around. So, Mike is talking Pixar movies with a woman. Which is amazing, because the woman actually seems into it. Yeah, because he seems like he has a heart and, like, a sense of yeah. humor. And then Dwight just comes by and says he found twins. So, of course, Michael's like, it's twins, you understand, and leaves and it. And the woman's like, what the fuck? Just books, books it. And they go, and Dwight shows him the twins, and it's two guys who look like Pin Gillette. Thank you. I was just going to say that. I'm like, they legit look like Pin. Yeah, and they're just two good, big guys just like eating burgers in a booth. Yeah. And Dwight's like, it's magical. It's like a unicorn. And I love Michael's like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, he just leaves. So there's a dance party in Andy's room, mm-hmm. and it's like it's kind of like the Cafe Disco episode where like Kelly and him are... Having a dance off, if yeah. you will, and see for me, like I wanted to bring that up when we were discussing Cafe Disco because I knew what was coming. Oh, I see. But I then knew. I was like, oh, we aren't getting there yet. <laughs> yeah. I can't bring that up yet. It's pretty much a repeat of that, and like yeah. all the office people are in a circle, like a hoodie ring, and Andy does a split and screams. Ah! So Aaron and Kevin carry him to Pam's room, <laughs> and he tells her that he did a split on his car keys, it tore his scrotum, and he needs to go to the hospital. And it was split, and I landed on my key, car keys in my pocket. And that's it. That is the episode. Yep. And what'd you give it, Bear? I gave this one a 4.2. I laughed a lot. There are so many one-liners. This was and better. And it was the whole ensemble cast. It wasn't Everybody just involved, focused yeah. on, like, four characters. Everybody had a moment. Like, especially, like, I, I always say this about the conference room, where, like, everybody gets a line or mm-hmm. something like that. This is one, like, especially when everybody was checking into the hotel, everybody yep. got a moment and that. Oscar and Kevin finally yeah. got some highlights. Yeah. Like, and the only one... Oh, the only one... Um, what you got? I forgot to show you this screenshot when we were doing it. I was just happy but, to see Jim's brothers back. Um, <laughs> I love those guys. <laughs> Douche! Douche! 
when um, Andy's talking to Kevin about Aaron, did you uh, notice that I Creed noticed was that like, I, Creed is like just creeping in the background. Yeah, like That's a the gargoyle. only way to describe it. I don't know. Like I noticed it while I was watching. I didn't note it. Yeah, but like he looks like a gargoyle. Behind. He does. I don't but know what. Like, I think like that's like one of the only moments that he gets in the entire episode. That's why yeah. I wanted to kind of like give it a little bit of a spotlight. Mm. But the entire ensemble cast, like we saw Stanley and Cynthia. The only one we really didn't see a lot of was Phyllis and Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration. They are there. And they you are see there. Them, oh yeah, and she has a moment in the next episode yes, that I she that does. I watched. Head B I T C H in charge, and she reminds me of a certain wrestler, and I can't wait to bring it up. Oh no! But um, so yeah, a three point eight. I thought it was funny. Okay. I thought I thought it was funny that they the shoe was on the other foot with Jim, where he's the one who fucked up. Yep. And even Michael's like, I'm just glad it wasn't me. You took. I think <laughs> he took God. a lot of pressure off of me. Yeah. Like, he's really funny about it. I love Jim's brothers though. Oh, they're so great. They're like, amazing. Oh, it's just so many. So like, many. Like you can see it as the two older brothers just fucking ragging on their younger brother. Such good vibes. Constantly. <laughs> Such good vibes from it. And Dwight like so familiar. Dwight going out and trying to slay some poon. Yep. You know, like he has in the past somehow. Somehow. Like the Amazonian New say, York. The first thing that came to call my mind. Call me. I'm, like, I'm not going to call those her. Those Amazons. I forgot about <laughs> that. But overall, uh, this was a, a step above the uh, promotion episode. Which God, it was I think light years ahead of promotion. I think that'll go down as one of my least favorite yeah, episodes. I mean, I don't know what the next four plus or three plus seasons hold, but that one was crap. Yeah. But no, I mean, that's all I got. All right. All right, man. All right. Let's all right. All right. All right. So tell everybody where they can find us before we uh, sign off. All right, guys. You can always find us on Twitter at Brosis Podcast, via email at Brother Sister Rewatch, and you can at gmail.com. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Brother Sister Rewatch at gmail.com. Or I was already going into where you could find yeah. the actual show. Yes. Um, you can find us on Anchor, Podbean, Spotify, Google. iTunes, Google, anywhere basically you can get podcasts, you can find us there. Also, find us on the Jenny position. Kevin, anything you'd like to add? Nah, man. We'll catch you all on down the road. <laughs> all right. Thanks so much, guys. Stay safe. <laughs>